The following is a fourth hand production. Welcome to Fright Night. I am Dracula. I bid you welcome, children of the night. Lord, what it wouldn't give for a drop of good old fashioned Creole blood. Yankees are not your taste. <laughs> Their democratic flavor doesn't suit my palate, Louis. A blood feud between vampires and lichens. Worse things out tonight than vampires. Like what? Like me. You look human to me. Humans don't drink blood. Count Dracula. I am Dracula. Bring along your garlic and holy water. We're talking the blood-sucking undead. Vampires. Next. Hysteria 51. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts... Brent Hand and John Goforth. One, two, two other assholes on the podcast with uh, me today. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Oh, Johnny boy. Why does my pop filter Johnny smell Johnny boy, I hope this podcast doesn't suck today. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they just keep coming. That it is, already does. That is high quality. That is why we have to give this podcast away for free, my friend. <laughs> Because it's such high quality. Can we start over? No, we cannot. We cannot. I am your host, Brit Hand, with me as always here on Hysteria 51. I am John Goforth, and I am so excited about this. I hope so, because you just made my ears bleed. <laughs> if there was a vampire in the room, they'd be excited. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and we have a special guest here with us uh, this evening, as usual. Uh, Mr. Dan Jessup. Well, if he's a special guest, it's not as usual. I'm just saying. That is true. We always have a guest. This one happens to be special. Thank you for enumerating that you for know our what? listeners. Why don't, you, why don't you introduce our listeners to our very special guest this week? Mr. Daniel J. Jessup <laughs> of Chicago, Illinois. Welcome. Fact. Thank you very much. Uh, honored to be here. Relating to the vampires wanting to be a vampire, understanding vampires, and it's an honor to be uh, in your presences. Little known fact, the J in the middle stands for jazz hands. Fact. I don't know if you know that or not. And jazz hands is Latin for vampire. <laughs> it comes full circle. <laughs> all, but vampire with a Y. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Vampire. <laughs> the, y, the Y is for why not. <laughs> I knew I could count on you, John. Oh! Oh, oh the zingers. Oh, oh. Those are free also. So, as usual... Tonight's podcast is brought to you by trusty, rusty Bud Light in my hand this evening. John, what you got going on over there? Wait, wait, wait. You're such an asshole. What? You're going to move on without introducing our fourth host. Oh, oh my wow. God. I wondered, why, I wondered why the red light lit up. He was, he was angry. He's fucking pissed. He is our go-to man when it comes to internet searches. He's our go-to man when it comes to printing. I don't even know. He's our go-to guy to elucidate the unexplained. He is the one, the only, 
Conspiracy bot. So you forgot about me, Rent. Guess I'll forget about you when I'm telling Skynet who to spare. <laughs> I could have said it better myself, buddy. And uh, since we're on to the subject of what are we drinking, Conspiracy bot, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking the blood of the innocent, and by that I mean the transmission fluid from a 73 Chevy Nova. Why are there two of you? I disagree with that choice. I feel like you're going to be on the floor by the time the show is over. He's always on the floor. That's where he likes to be. We no, I mean him. more on the floor. It's okay. It's okay. So, so what are you drinking tonight, John? Um, I've switched up a little bit. Doing a little hard alcohol. Mm. Jack Daniels, your favorite of mine, Diet Coke. <laughs> Jack and Diet. That's the breakfast of champions. It is. Danny boy, what we got over there? Uh, we have some tasty Sing Tao. It's imported directly from China. Sing Tao, also known as the crisp alternative. And now that starts with a T, right? It does. The the, the Sing Tao has two T's in it. Uh, both are refreshing. It looks like a Heineken. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it's, it's a Chinakin. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he did there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And this is why we... We import talent. <laughs> vampires are the topic this evening. It's October, it's spooky, and we have vampires. And I just want to go on record and say... Aren't you technically always on record when am, we're doing a podcast? I am, and, you know, the, the government's always monitoring me. We talked about that. That's why I changed my tinfoil hat. A few episodes hat. ago we talked about I that. I changed my tinfoil hat this evening. <laughs> uh, if, there he, are, if he could wear a tinfoil hat, he would. There are... Hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people in this country and all over this planet that believe in vampires. And I got to tell you, we did a whole lot of research looking into the stories, the uh, folklore. The mythos. And I got to tell you, all those people are complete batshit fucking crazy. I'm not going to I'm not going to church it up. <laughs> like, there is no two ways about it. They were not loved as children. Or love too much as children, I think is the best way to put it. You sound familiar with those concepts. I read it in a book. I'm not going to lie. I don't. I'm with you. The point of this show, for the most part, I suppose, other than having some drinks and bullshitting, is to dig into some of the unexplained, some of the paranormal, some of the supernatural, and, and try to figure out if there's a little bit below the surface or someone like me who doesn't really believe in most of it, or to tinfoil hat Brent. <laughs> who already believes it I'm in. to disprove I'm in. it to disprove it we looked at this one and yeah uh so thanks Bram Stoker you you created a, a wonderful imaginary character now we're going to get into where some of these some of the mythos comes from Myth- uh, actually that's a greek restaurant I ate at mythos mythos they got great saganaki <laughs> I, I enjoy i enjoy the euros no some of the mythos comes from the legend but yeah in totality n- n- they're really Aren't many people on the internet even, and I mean, there's everybody on the internet saying, yeah, there are um, undead creatures sleeping in coffins that you can kill with garlic and crosses, turn into bats. That's just because you don't understand the subculture of vampires, John. Don't you know? Well, that's probably true. Haven't you ever been to Hot Topic? I mean, come on, man. I was served by a vampire the other day when I had to go buy my my new, uh, I don't know. What's the hot trend at Hot Topic? Does the does the hot trend pants ever with lo- change? Pants with lots of zippers and built-in suspenders. Oh, like, vampires love those. Yeah, it's the go-to punk rock vampire. I don't even know. 
Listen, I did a lot of research. I mean, I went all the way to the bottom of the first page of my Google results. I'm not going to lie to you. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. When when you get down and it it says on the bottom, like, did you mean? And there's like 13 other things. You're like, no, I think I'm done. (laughs) Sometimes I look at that. Did you mean? I go, fuck, Google's smarter than I am. Yep, they are. So you brought up a good point. You said, you know, with the, the, the Bram Stroker. Wait, I did. Yeah. It happens every once in a while. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. I'm pretty proud. So with the, the whole Bram Stroker, Stoker, Stroker, Stoker, 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 Stroker was his cousin. Stroker, Bram (laughs) Stoker came up with this whole. He made movies. He, 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 I feel like he came up with the idea. Actually, wouldn't those have been, um, uh, daguerreotypes, the, daguerreotypes. uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the, what the, the, that's what it was called. It was like the very first picture ever. That'll, that'll win some scrabble. Totally trust you. I'll, I'll play it. So, you know, with the Bram Stoker came out with this whole idea and that's what flooded mainstream thought process of it. Yeah. But and then, and then right after, not right after, but not too far after immediately that. after the minute after <laughs> uh, the next tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was called twatting then actually i don't know if that's a little do you think do you think brom stoker twatted oh oh yeah it's in his memoirs every one of those um, daguerreans not the hell that was <laughs> his daguerreotypes there you go right not too far after that um uh the movie nosferatu yeah one of the early horror uh horror films what a terrifying character like that dude is straight up scary in nosferatu with the the bony hands and the you know the uh he looks like my third grade english teacher yeah he was a precursor to the guy uh javier bardem from no country for old men <laughs> <laughs> that is true like he was the setup he looks like like john malkovich now <laughs> do you think it's <laughs> that's how fucking scary this cat is dan do you think it's fair to say that no country for old men which is by cormac mccarthy i think is in the same universe as nosferatu oh i think it's kind of like marvel i think it's i think no country for old men is nosferatismo in that category <laughs> or nosferatu if you will. Nosfer- it's, it's, it's a it's a nosferati film trademarked thank you yeah, that, that actually might have been the original subtitle a Nosferati film. <laughs> Nosferati film. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So all this comes from history, though. There, there's been characters. Doesn't everything, Brent? It, very true. Thank you. But this uh, wives' tale, this story, this stokerism um, comes from a few people that that uh, at least lived in real times. That were in many ways as fucking terrifying as Dracula can be without being, I guess, supernatural. Undead. Undead, yeah. Uh, Vlad the Impaler. The uh, Vlad Tapish. Tapish, yes. Um, Romanian prince from the 1400s. So I'm going to go over to our good buddy, uh, Conspiracy Bot. Conspiracy Bot, why don't you light up everyone at home with a little uh, elevator pitch to let them know what good old Vlad the Impaler is all about. Vlad was born in 1431 in Transylvania into a noble family. His father was called Dracul, meaning dragon or devil in Romanian, because he belonged to the Order of the Dragon, which fought the Muslim Ottoman Empire. Dracula means son of Dracul in Romanian. Therefore, young Vlad was son of the dragon or son of the devil. Scholars believe this was the beginning of a legend that Dracula was a vampire. From 1448 until his death, in 1476, Vlad ruled Wallachia and Transylvania, both part of Romania today. 
twice he lost and reclaimed his throne, once by fighting his own brother, Radu. Although the Vatican once praised him for defending Christianity, it disapproved of his methods, which soon became infamous. During that time, he earned another nickname, Vladimir Taylor. His favorite method of torture was to impale people and leave them to writhe in agony, often for days. As a warning to others, the bodies would remain on rods as vultures and blackbirds nibbled the rotting flesh. During one battle, Vlad retreated into nearby mountains, impaling people as he went. The Turkish advance was halted because the Sultan could not bear the stench from the decaying corpses. Another time, Vlad was reported to have eaten a meal on a table set up outside among hundreds of his impaled victims. On occasion he was also reported to have eaten bread dipped in his victim's blood. In short, he was a bad, bad, bad dude. Yeah, that guy, that guy pretty much sucks. He was not nice. When you kill a hundred thousand fucking people, allegedly, well done. Even if you kill them regularly, either <laughs> way. Well, it's like, did you ever see that stand-up with Eddie Izzard, or Eddie Izzard, I don't know how you say his name. Izzard. Eddie Izzard, where he's like, if you kill a million people, like, what does your calendar look like? Get up, death, 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 <laughs> breakfast, death, death, tea, death, 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 <laughs> light lunch, death, death. I mean, this cat was doing that. And then, not only that, who has time to fashion that many fucking pikes to impale them on? Yeah, I mean, this guy, like, he, like, he was Wilt Chamberlain before Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> of impaling. He, right, a, right. he impaled them all. Right. But would you say he was a bit progressive for his time? Uh, we yes. look at, we look at, you know, we look at murderers, horrible monsters like Hitler, and Hitler's awful. Six million Jewish people. Allegedly. Died. Thank you. Allegedly <laughs> awful. Six million Jewish people died at his hands, okay? And he, you know, obviously he's batshit crazy, and he murders entire groups of people, like, in this instance, Jews. Vlad the Impaler, he's not worried about whether you're Jewish or not, whether you're Christian or not. He indiscriminately will kill all of you, and in my book, he's non-prejudiced. And... Oh... And Open. Okay. he had the backing of one entity that really counts at that time, the fucking Christian church. Like, he was their boy. Like, he, they backed him. Holy shit. Like, they talked about things like he would, uh, one of the the things he was known to do is invite people over for a feast, throw a party, and then at the end, just fucking kill them all. And he would dip his bread in their blood. That's fucking pimp. You know, <laughs> that is on. It's a, a lot of things. I don't know if pimp is the word. I don't know. If it's dedicated. <laughs> that, is, that is true. He's dedicated to his craft. Right. Maybe it's it was, sick. But maybe it's... it was just like the uh, who's the guy Andrew Zimmerman of their time. He was just really into bizarre foods. Zimmerman. <laughs> Zimmerman. Get it right. Oh God. Pay the price, man. Zimmerman. We're gonna get. Zimmerman we're gonna get letters. Hate mail. We're gonna get hate mail. It's gonna be terrible. Andrew, come on the show. Defend yourself. <laughs> like, like it's just, it's hard to, at least in this day and age, to fathom that kind of death. Like, when they're like, hey, well, good job. You know, like, what the fuck? It's hard to fathom someone getting away with that kind of death as one person just kind of living in a normal area. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you see Sally, Billy, and Susie? Well, they went up to Vlad's place. Two weeks ago. 
<laughs> oh, well, I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's a nice guy. What about the other 40 of our friends that went up to Vlad's place three months ago? Oh, wait, there they are, <laughs> impaled through their rectum on a spike. See, that's just a testimonial uh, for social media, because now things trend. <laughs> and you know sooner that people people lament the social media. There are a lot of bad things about it, but now you catch on to things quicker. Hashtag impaled. Exactly. Like, had, had there been some sort of media channel other than yelling back then... <laughs> Did you see that smoke signal? Holy shit. Right. (laughs) Come get your news. I've got your news. See, that doesn't work. That doesn't scale. Yelling does not scale. (laughs) Vlad the Impaler killed another 150. Doesn't scale. (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing an English voice in Romania. (laughs) (laughs) Only, it's the only thing that makes sense. (laughs) At least you can do an English voice. My English voice is like, hey, I'm fucking English. Hey. <laughs> I smell burnt almonds uh-oh, again. Uh-oh. Eventually, the Turks killed him. They put his head on a pike. No one knows what happened to his body. Bum, bum, bum. That's because he decayed. It was the 15th, 14th fucking century. Or so, he so- rose up to be a fucking undead monster. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Dracula Untold yet. I did, actually. That was a fun movie. That was actually, it was good. They're bringing out the whole, um, uh, the monster movies, the Frankenstein, the Dracula, all those, and that's going to be part of it. Like, can we, can we talk about universal monsters? Can we talk about probably the most likely of the legends that, I don't know, very well could be true, at least the one I believe in the most? Can we talk about Count Ducula? Now we're cutting to the quick. Ducula. Count Ducula. That that is a bloodsucker. He won't bite Beast or Man. (laughs) With blood, I'll get it. I'll get it. What a great cartoon. In all seriousness, though, let's talk about the next figure from history. Let's hear a little bit more from our good friend, Conspiracy Bot. I don't know if I'd call him a good friend, but he can talk. Fine. You don't have to hear me talk at all. I'll just shut up. Here's a favorite podcast of mine to tell you more. It's called The Halloween Hunt. You can find them at halloweenhunt.wordpress.com. Elizabeth Bathory, or Bathory Erzabet, was a countess in Hungary who will remind you of a certain prince who was not very nice, and perhaps a fictional count. She was born in 1560 and lived 54 years and three weeks, give or take. Her family was known for its savagery, and even derangement. You might say Elizabeth didn't have much of a childhood. She threw fits and showed uncontrollable rage, starting in childhood and continuing later in life. She may have had a brain disorder, and perhaps epilepsy. Elizabeth was engaged at 11 years old, and married Ferenc Nadashti, or Nadashti Ferenc in Hungary. Despite scandalously becoming pregnant at 14 by a peasant, it was a political marriage, an effort to unite two powerful families, and therefore much of Europe. It turns out the family she married into also had a reputation for madness and cruelty. A match made in, well, I don't know where, but I'd like to visit. It said her aunt was a witch, and her uncle was a devil worshipper, 
and her childhood nurse practiced black magic, the kind that sacrificed children and used their bones and their blood. Elizabeth's husband was in the army and was away at war, so Elizabeth managed the estates. She was responsible for the peasants' well-being. She was very well educated, which was not the norm in those days. She could read and write in four different languages and learn science and astronomy. On the other hand, she practiced witchcraft and carried a parchment which contained a protection spell. She was petty and vain, and she used oils to help whiten her skin and admired herself in the mirror for hours. She was in charge of defending the estates, which were in a strategic spot for the enemy, and she worked to help destitute women affected by the war. That sounds nice, right? Perhaps not. Rumors spread that Elizabeth, along with some accomplices, including her husband and childhood nurse, was a serial killer who targeted teenage peasant girls and then the lower strata of the upper class. Peasants were lured with promises of maid work in the castle. Others were sent to learn etiquette by their parents. And then there were old-fashioned kidnappings. Besides the killing, she and her friends were said to beat their victims, burn or mutilate their hands, bite their faces off, freeze and starve them to death, and use needles. She seemed to upper game following her husband's death, locking girls in a cellar and doing horrible things to them. Many think she was psychotic, mentally ill. It's not known how many were killed by Elizabeth, but it was probably over 100. One person testified about a book of victims kept by Elizabeth, with over 650 names, from 1585 to 1610. The book was never found. Elizabeth was arrested just before New Year's Eve in 1610, along with four servants accused of being accomplices. Because her family ruled Transylvania, they put her under house arrest. Three of the accomplices were sentenced to death. Two had terrible things done to them before being burned at the stake. The third was considered less culpable, so she was simply beheaded and then burned. The fourth was sentenced to life imprisonment. But Elizabeth? She stayed under house arrest in the tower. Just a few slits for air, and a larger slit where they could slip food to her. She stayed in that room for four years, until she was found dead one day. They weren't sure when she actually died. Elizabeth Bathory was the Lizzie Borden of her time, and her story grew. Eventually it was said she bathed in her victim's blood to keep her beauty and youth and some say she drank the blood as well. She was sometimes called the Countess of Blood, and some believe that Bram Stoker was influenced by her as much as Vlad the Impaler for his little story called Dracula. Now this is kind of a chick, this is kind of a chick I can get behind. You know, she was consistent, she knew what she wanted, she cared about her appearance. 650? That's a lot. Yeah, Easy. but... Is it really, like, 
this is at a time when if these broads hadn't been, you know, slaughtered and she bathed in their blood, they probably would have died of polio within the fucking week. Like, this was not a good time to be alive. I like to think she was doing them a favor. I would offer that um, if they had polio to die within the week, that perhaps she would have caught it by drinking and bathing in said blood. Maybe, maybe she was the patient zero. Patient zero. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. Nice. I forget. Do we have a time box of the six fifty? Like from when did it start? When did it end? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Let me see here. Because um, it's six fifty in a week. It ended in. It ended in like sixteen ten. Okay, so it took. Her so um, it, it it wasn't short, but we don't know when she started. And and frankly, the the number of six hundred fifty comes from like one account. Well, she was born in fifteen sixty. She died in sixteen ten. So. She was only 50 years old, so, you know, it happened not quick, but over a relatively long period of time. Okay, so it wasn't like in an afternoon. Can you imagine you're just, you know, your dad's a shit shoveler, your brother was killed by a runaway manure cart, and you get called up to be, like, you know, a servant for the countess, and you're like, I'm moving on up! <laughs> and then you. <laughs> this was the first sitcom. Yeah, and you're like fucking yeah. And the first day you're you're reporting for duty, you put on your. I don't know why the other 500 girls before me haven't made it, but I'm sure I will. Yeah, like hey, we're drawing a bath. You, you mind coming in here real quick? Sure. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the fourth one this week, Bethany or Bathory. I'm sorry. Don't Did you just say Bethany? Bethany. She just seems like a Bethany. Never trust a Bethany. That's that's what my travels have taught me in life. Mm. At least the English accent makes sense here. Good eye, sir. <laughs> they, they sound like they're all children holding out. Please, sir, may I have some more? Porridge. <laughs> so yeah, like this is this is a straight up fucking psychopath. And when she was finally, it's not like caught. Like finally, people are like, maybe we should say something. We're running out of women. 300 fucking witnesses testified against her and then she was in prison until her death. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good run and then you just die in prison and even kill you. Yeah, she gets to live out her days uh in a in a in a tower. A tower of guilt. <laughs> she was feeling a lot of things. I don't I'm not sure guilt was one oh, of them. Oh, she felt guilt. <laughs> she felt yeah, a tower, ne- of remor- ne- a tower of remorse. Next on Maury. <laughs> oh, that guy. Let's get him on. Elizabeth Bathory, you've killed 650 people, bathed in their blood, drank it. Tell us, how do you feel? <laughs> but we want to let you know, it's you- not his baby! <laughs> you are not the father! <laughs> told you, bitch! I fucking told you, bitch! I told you! Oh my god, that's high quality television right there. <laughs> so next we're moving on to... Your favorite Brown, not Dan's. I think his is Murphy Brown. Fact. Mercy Brown. Does Mercy Brown not sound like a 70s exploitation like character? <laughs> Jackie Mercy. Brown's sister, yeah. Mercy. Mercy Brown in, you know, Pimptacular. <laughs> I would watch that. I, I know you just made it up, but I would watch it. <laughs> hey, uh, Conspiracy Bot, hit us with some Pimptacular information on Mercy Brown. Mercy Ram was a 19-year-old girl who died of a mysterious illness in Exeter, Rhode Island in 1892. She died of the same illness as her sister and her mother. After her death, her brother, Edwin, got sick as well, and her father got desperate. 
After consulting with town folk, it was decided that Mercy had actually risen from the grave. She had turned into a vampire and was sucking the blood or life force from him. So they dug Mercy up, cut out her heart, and burned it to ashes. They then fed those ashes to Edwin. Edwin then died. So, it didn't work. Both Mercy and Edwin were later found to have died of consumption. <laughs> ah, the good old consumption. Like, like either that or, um, like, ash poisoning? Is that even a fucking thing? When you're burnt, all that's left is heavy metals, right? But, that are but, left in your body? Uh, Brent, you don't seem to understand. When they dug her up, her face was full of color. She had long nails and hair. Yeah, as you do. When, 90% of fucking vampires can be explained away by lack of science in the dark ages and just not fucking <laughs> understanding that people like decompose. Like, oh, her fucking. Well, you're saying the skin pulls back as water leaves the body. That's, yeah. I don't get it. Well, she had, she must have it. been feeding on blood because her, her stomach was bloated. No, you ignorant fucking middle ages fuck. <laughs> like, gas is well, really expand. It's just, you know how many people were killed because people didn't understand shit? It still happens now. You know? Again, now we have social media. <laughs> See? <laughs> Word travels fast in this been, day and age. If you've been attacked for having tuberculosis, formerly known as consumption, tweet at us. Let us know. We will come to your defense. This is true. Well, and, and so what I at think is... At Hysteria 51 Pod. <laughs> what I think is hilarious about this is finally they have medical people coming in and go, this person actually has consumption, as they called it, which is, you know, TB, as we said. And the church just said, well, actually, vampires spread tuberculosis. So that just goes to prove that this was a vampire attack after all. Holy fuck. Holy while, fuck. While we're on the subject, I would like to point out the most badass character in history to die of consumption. Doc Holliday. Oh. Was it really Doc Holliday, or was it Val Kilmer's character of Doc Holliday? Uh, one and the same? I'll give you that. It was pretty I think badass. he embodied Doc Holliday to the fullest extent that an actor can. You're a daisy Mr. You Mr. Jessup, you're an actor? Well, I mean, I keep thinking Val Kilmer, vampire. Good night. That's true. Uh, That's true. I see the exact line between all of it, and it all makes sense. And this Thank is the you. best. This is going to be the best part of this show with tying conspiracies together. Right there. Right. Val Kilmer. Kill. Vampire. Val Kilmer. Hi, kill. Done. Vampires kill. Val. Vam. Vam. Val. Val Vam. Kill. Pyre. Done. <laughs> Good night, folks. That's it. We're out of here. <laughs> Sing down. <laughs> so, we've given you a uh, Thank breakdown. Thank you for listening to Hysteria 51. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, producer random British guy. <laughs> very expensive to keep him on the sidelines every week so we don't want to call him in until we're ready so we put gave the, you put the kicker back on the bench <laughs> we're not ready for the end of the game yet a little rundown of some people in history we talked a little bit about brand stroker let's let's tie back to the beginning real quick let's go back through it john dan do vampires exist no i don't believe they exist and I think it's... WRONG! <laughs> nice! Oh, we're doing a McLaughlin group? McLaughlin group! McLaughlin Wrong! group! <laughs> you all have mucelix and banana. <laughs> <laughs> I 
right, that guy's an idol. <laughs> the real John and Dana. <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry, they just don't. And I'm sure that by saying that, I'll be struck by one today if, <laughs> if vampires still strike. How come we never see Dan unless it's nighttime? Yeah. Is that normal? Well, there you go. You're looking uh, pale. That's a lot more accurate than you even realize. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and here's the thing: I'm. It, it, it's that they don't add value. That's my problem with them: is they don't add value. <laughs> because I'm fine about every every creature needs to find what they see to survive on, and if it is blood. I understand that someone may need, or a thing may need blood, fine. But you then add some value. I'll tell you what I hate about them vampires. They're so goddamn lazy, man. Thank they you. They gotta add no value. They don't add value. After you have my blood or someone else's blood or the blood of someone I care about or Val Kilmer's blood, what value do you add? <laughs> a werewolf will take a job, but vampires, they're just lazy. <laughs> vampires are here just to suck off the system. Yeah. They yeah. Suck on the... The bloody teat. Okay, so are leeches vampires? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Man, you bring so much to this show. <laughs> <laughs> A reference for leeches. I guess I... they I guess they're vampiric. Thank you. Vampire. I'm gonna go ahead and declare on this one. Leeches are vampires. Whoa! We found real vampires. Holy shit. Write it down, folks. You heard it. You might want to. This is going to be like one of those defining times, like when the Challenger exploded or when JFK was shot. Remember when they proved vampirism on Hysteria 51? Yeah. Roll the credits. Wait, are you saying Lee Harvey Oswald was a vampire? He was a vampire <laughs> patsy. <laughs> He's also saying that Hysteria 51 will now be part of American educational systems. You know what I'm betting? Why is it not already? Thank you. Maybe the Hollow Earth. That we touched on in our very first episode of Viserra 51 is just populated by vampires because there's no sunlight in there. It's coming full circle. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you don't like you. sunlight, in fact, don't can't stand it? Yeah. Mm. You asked if vampires are real, and no, they're not real. Um, no one, like I said, is really even claiming that the undead version of Dracula and, and other folklore, and certainly not the sparkly version uh, in Twilight... Uh, are are real. They're so, still real to me, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to Forks. Yeah. Let's go back to Forks. <laughs> it's the town they live in. Uh, quick, give me word. Yeah, I shouldn't know Thanks that. for that drop-in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... Don't let John fool you. He has a Team Edward tramp stamp. <laughs> Is it a tramp stamp on a dude? Men, hey, we're equal opportunity. Could it be, could a, be, ch- could it be a champ stamp? <laughs> <laughs> I'm petitioning for that. In fact, I'm going to get a tattoo that looks like a stamp with champ with the word champ written on it on the small of my back. Would that be a champ stamp or champ tramp stamp? Ooh, Ooh. a chump stamp. <laughs> Mind blown. Just don't get a Trump stamp. Thank you. <laughs> I feel. Are we ever going to get through an episode without mentioning that asshole's name? Hey, hey, his name's Dan, and this is the first time you've been on it. <laughs> So, we talked about tuberculosis, but that's not the only completely common disorder that people just threw out the window and said, fuck it, vampire, kill him. Here's another one, and the pronunciation I'm probably going to get wrong, porphyria, porphyria? Porphyria, I believe. Porphyria. Yeah, I'm going porphyria. So check this out. It's an inherited disorder, which... Means, if you, you watch know, Jeopardy, you would yeah. know this. Come on. <laughs> uh, it causes the accumulation of red and purple pigment in the body. This figures the skin. 
and makes you look all fucked up. Uh, hold on. Wait, does it go to the nipples? <laughs> Asking for a friend. If, if Only if your nipples are made out of skin. Asking I'm for a friend. Out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, it's also known to cause mental Ill- illnesses, which can lead to violent behavior. Case in point, King George III of England suffered from it. He had fits of hallucination, and people called him the Mad King. Not to be confused with uh, what is that the uh, the king? Which on- goes back to the whole system. That was that was a really good idea. Hey, I don't know. Whoever's born, let's just put them in charge. No, no, no reason to prove it. And in fact, they're probably inbred. And yeah, I was going to say, and have them marry their cousins because their cousins are their cousins and co- blue bloods because their blood is Wait, probably blue. He's by five now. years old. He doesn't speak yet, and he's foaming at the mouth. <laughs> let's make him king. <laughs> it makes sense to me. So, I don't know if you guys Googled it, but I looked up uh, porphyria, and it's some of the cases are, are pretty crazy. And it causes, like, drawing in around the mouth, and, and it looks, you know, crazy. And this is one of those things that as soon as people saw it, they're like, yep, vampire, kill it, kill it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking, and John's making chomping faces and looking at me, so. That's what I imagine porphyria <laughs> people look like. <laughs> So if you see anyone who looks slightly bloated and has lockjaw, kill them. They're a vampire. You're welcome. This is this is also at the time when like you had an earache, so you went to the doctor and they fucking cut your leg and had a beaver lick it. Like they're like, well, let's fucking take care of it, you know? And you're like, well, what about this kid? He's pale and and fucking gaunt. Vampire, fucking vampire. Get my get my vamp beaver. It's the one on the left. Wait a second. You went out into the woods and you came back with a limp. Stick through the heart. Yeah, the fucking... Yeah. This happened to a town I was in before. You don't want to see this. Like, kill it now. Kill it now. But that's I'm, the pastor. I'm 12 and I tripped over a rock. Yeah, that rock was evil. <laughs> sure you did. Sure you did. That's what Bram said. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's evil says they're not. Like you probably squeal when you're poked with a hot pitchfork too, don't you, boy? You probably die if we put a stake through your heart. <laughs> yeah, that'll prove it. And then uh, so- who the fuck doesn't die with a stake through their heart? I'll tell you who. Tell me. Oh no, I I, I was just hoping you'd stop me there. I, oh. I <laughs> Conspiracy bot. I would not die if you thrust a stake through my chest. You help me with leftover video game parts, PVC piping, and a Teddy Ruxpin. I therefore have no heart, but an empty cavern filled with hate and coolant. <laughs> that is true. He's a heartless, cold bastard. Stake proof. <laughs> so, next, last, Reinfeld syndrome. This one's actually kind of uh, fun. Uh, well, fun, I guess. I don't know. You don't have it, apparently. <laughs> Obsession <laughs> with drinking blood, uh, which I guess is one of those things that most of the people you see on television that say they're vampires and things like that. I guess they have this. It's not quite as fun as lycanthropy. The people that think they're fucking werewolves. These people just think they need to drink blood. Though I can say that, or I would say that at least with the folks that think they need to drink blood, um, visually, you really can't disprove it. You think you're a werewolf. Uh, Hey man, you don't, you you didn't grow any like, you know, ears or, or fur you're, you're not a werewolf. It's just, it's look in the mirror, man. In fact, going back to the mirror, 
you're not a vampire. Hey, you can see yourself in the mirror. Right, right. That's what they want you to think. Yeah. My, my <laughs> issue is, I, of the the webs, the, the versions we saw and the stories we saw, we didn't see a cogent argument for why. And and I, again, I, I like there are better ways to get platelets. Yeah. Right? If that's the angle, which again I haven't heard, but if that's the angle, I think there are still better ways that I know. But what I, what I would love to know is is someone that can provide a cogent argument as for why, and if there's a health benefit, is there if if is there this this anatomical biological need, uh, maybe iron deficiency? Thank you. But again, there's a better way. So well, actually, if you go into old school. Let's talk. Let's talk iron deficiency. Well, I was going to say, if you go into old school, like, survival guides, and they say you're out and you're trapped somewhere, and you have, you know, very little eat, when you kill an animal, you should drink its blood because you can get the iron and the nutrients that you need from it now. I think they've taken that out because of bloodborne illnesses. In or because it's years. fucking stupid. Well, yeah. you know, it, hey, it, it, Wolverines, remember in the fucking uh, Red Dawn, they made them drink the deer blood? Did you ever get a bloody nose as a kid? I'm, I'm sure you did. Yeah. I mean, you, you must have gotten punched a few times. I've, I've hung out with you. And some of the blood runs down the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. You need like two tablespoons, three tablespoons worth to run down the back of your throat before you're throwing up. Yeah. Like and it's it, all, it, you, that, it, it is, it tastes metallic Right. There, there's no way that you could drink enough human blood to supplement your platelets. I mean, like. Dan, this sounds like a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I, by the way, I'm in for the challenge, but come on. <laughs> by the way, iron, if, you, if you're, you're concerned about your iron intake, there's an app that you can get for Android and iOS. It's called My Fitness Pal. Okay, <laughs> Under Armour produces it. You can get a free version. You can pay for a premium membership. I have yet to pay for the premium membership. I, I'm okay with the free version. I'm using it. I can track my intake of nutrients, and I'm looking here right today. Today, my irons. I'm at. I'm at I'm at twenty. I have twenty six percent left of the day. So I, I've been prescribed to do a hundred. I've done seventy four. Twenty six. And I, I've gotten this off like rye bread and raspberries alone. Well, hold on. So, wait, so wait a second. Are, are you saying that? Are you saying that? Since we've already had dinner, and it's a little later in the evening, that you're going to try to get those platelets somewhere else. Well, hold on. Let's see. see so it, it tracks his, his daily food intake. So it's just for lunch. We had dinner with him. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's no I didn't even log that yet. So, I, I probably so lunch it. here, it says uh, two slices of bread, one piece bologna, one bologna, well, one, uh, one whole banana, and one pint pig's blood. So I think, I think we're onto something here. <laughs> okay. So again, I now I, I think pig's blood is different than human blood. <laughs> that is true. We didn't specify, <laughs> and so shame on us. Thank you. Thank you. yeah. It's it's a whole different structure. It's a, the, the whole different DNA to it. <laughs> Does it taste like bacon? Because if it did, I would try it. I'm in. Yes, it tastes like bacon. So side note: last year, my wife and I were downtown Springfield, Illinois, for a, an event, and the woman was walking a pig. Just a random pig on, you know, like it's her pet. And there's a cute little girl. She's As probably, people are wont to do in downtown yeah, Springfield, and, Illinois. And there's a cute little girl and she's got a sandwich and she walks by and she's like, oh my God, you know, it's a pig. It's so cute. And she had bacon on her sandwich and she was feeding the pig bacon. And the woman saw it. She's like, oh my God, don't do that. I don't know why. Do you think the girl. It was the. No, she didn't know. It was the funniest fucking cannibalism I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so meta. So meta. I was just staring. My it was aunt, amazing. My aunt used to have this awesome bird. And by awesome, I mean awful. 
His name was Oscar, and Oscar was a parrot. You're that, a grouch! <laughs> they, they literally found in their front yard. Like, a parrot was just chilling in the front yard. Ask all the neighbors. Nobody knew where it came from. And it was it was a hell beast. It loved her. It would, like, cuddle with her and stuff. If I got anywhere near it, it'd fucking bite me. Parrot, and it, and yeah. not just me. Anyone. She, You know what its favorite food was? Chicken. It was a cannibal. And that's how you know it was evil. No shit. Uh, so how about, let's talk about that. So, fish eat fish. That's true. And no one cries about it. No, one, no one's filing lawsuits. When a salmon fish don't have brains, milk. they've got a tangled group of neurons that are kind of strung together. I mean, that's a lot different than sentient beings like humans. Okay, well, I guess of, humans okay. are the only sentient beings. First of all, as a as a as a mackerel, I'm offended. But thank you. <laughs> Holy mackerel! But other other species in in let's just go with kingdom animalia. We'll we'll, we'll work to other kingdoms later. We'll what, skip what about, the, what about we'll, phylum? We'll phylum. Thank you. I, I, I want let's get to we order. dough for it. Let's. Go I got to. to does the tie go to the runner? I yeah. can't tell. Yeah, you both earned it. I want someone to go to order and someone give you family, and we're gonna get <laughs> you class genus species. Oh, um, you're welcome. You thought you would learn nothing on this podcast. <laughs> Seventh grade science in effect. My my biology teacher mother-in-law is going to love this. <laughs> so good. Especially oh, all the references. I to, bet. But are there other, 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 are there other, besides fish, that are routinely cannibalistic? Well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of animals kill their young. Conspiracy bot, what did Diane Fossey think about uh, gorillas and cannibalism? Gorillas are vegetarians, you moron. Diane Fossey nor anyone else had thoughts on guerrilla cannibalism. We are all dumber for having heard that question. See, gorillas, we're like 99.824% gorilla, aren't we? Or is that chicken? Accurate. No, it's an accurate percentage. Like, it's fucking crazy. I think crazy. that's deadly accurate. Yeah, like, fine. John is a little bit closer. <laughs> My wife says I grunt a lot like a gorilla. That is true. And not unlike a gorilla, I do want to shoot you in your enclosure. <laughs> Harambe? Shout out Harambe. Ooh. On the way up, we did a phenomenal Lion King birthday for listeners out there who weren't there. A phenomenal <laughs> Lion King themed birthday for John. That's always what you want when you turn 36 years old and you're at a bar. We're yeah. doing a bar crawl. Everyone shows up and like, we have a gift for you. What comes out? But a large. And when I say large, I mean, I don't know. Bring two, two hands. Two and a half foot tall. More uh, than 10 pounds. <laughs> more, oh, well more than 10 pounds. Um, a uh, foot wide, um, snow globe-ish type of thing, but it's a, it, it's also a sculpture of a, of a, of a tree. I would almost call it more of a diorama. A diorama, <laughs> nice. I, if you will, nice. if you will. It's, I forget the character's name, the, the Simba? Well, no, but holding up the Simba. The monkey holding The monkey, oh, I don't remember uh, the, the, the monkey. Simba's friend? Uh, Samba? Sambo. <laughs> sure. Samuel. Samuel French. I'm going to go with that. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Monkey. Nice, yeah. Monkey. Samuel better. Monkey. And then, uh, uh, you know, all the rest of them. Uh, and it's a snow globe, also a sculpture, and it's it's heavy as fuck. And I got to carry it around while we did the, the, people, the people from, the- from noon until about 2.30 a.m. When we ended at Taco Bell, I was carrying around. There's actually even a video that we will not share of me holding it up and all of the guys surrounding me, <laughs> all of us singing. Yeah, it was it was but on all of us knew the words. It was really impressive. <laughs> it's funny when you got the gift, I was walking back up to the bar and these guys behind us like 
like, is he really into the Lion King or something? Like, what's going on? I'm like, no. They literally, like, found the most bulbous, stupid, heavy gift they could at a garage sale. Yeah, this and was And they're like, a- we're going to give this to you, so you have to carry it all day long. Yeah, they're this like- was a garage sale on Addison. Addison and Clark, just basically west of Wrigley, coming through in the clutch. <laughs> and they're like, and was, they're like, that's fucking genius. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. It was well done. And, and I, there were oh, and there was vampires there, so that's why it ties in. That's right. And yeah. it's <laughs> it's on display at my house. Oh, beautifully displayed. Which which I keep referencing today, but my wife loves <laughs> spotlight on. She's really a big fan of it, like being on display. Oh, I bet she loves that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we so with that beautiful Lion King segue, which every vampire <laughs> podcast needs to have. We're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a little modern, real-life vampires. We'll be right back. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, That's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. 
So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And we are back to talk about the different kinds of vampires. I think my first, my favorite. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. When we say different types of vampires, we're talking about the people that are current day, quote unquote, vampires. The people that say, yes, I can. Self-proclaimed. I, I, I need to consume blood slash energy from other people to survive, to thrive. And I'm glad you brought up the point of energy because I think a lot of our listeners, like myself as well, think blood is the only way for a vampire to stay alive. We have learned... Nay, nay, my friend. Nay. There you go. Get at this. Energy. You mentioned energy. Some some can survive on energy. They are classified as... Psychic vampires or psi vampire? There you go. So a psi vampire um, doesn't need to pierce your skin, doesn't need to drink your blood uh, a psi vampire can consume your energy your aura your essence yeah your, your essence now a few different ways they can do that they can get a donor and a donor would maybe hold their hands i, up. I don't know about them i usually use cocaine and promises of acting work i mean that's, <laughs> that's how i go about it <laughs> <laughs> to each their own <laughs> the classic what is, what is, vampire mantra to each their own <laughs> So, um, if they find a donor, they can they, they hold their hands up and exchange. Uh, I don't know, chi, uh, chi, energy, life force, uh, prana, vitality, prana, prana. Is that from the sea? That's that's prawn. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like some, like, like a prawn. Like someone gives them like squid. They, they get um, shrimp. Like, they get shrimp. Yeah, okay. Everything starts smelling shrimp, really right. fishy, and you know some people are allergic to it. I don't know. All right, so um, they they exchange this energy. Now, if they're uh, a bit more nefarious, they might sit next to you and suck on your energy without you knowing. And then you feel lethargic and tired and, and just can't go about your day the way you thought you could. If, if you were a psychic vampire, couldn't you just go to, you know, whatever club and just stand in the middle of the dance floor and feed off everyone? Like a little bit here and a little bit there? 
I don't know, Ken. You know, once again, you sound like a cocaine act. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit here, a little bit. Yeah. Every, everyone contributes to me. I'll be okay. <laughs> come on. I'm, come on. Right now. I'm right now. serious. So, like, if that was your case, if that's what you really needed, then why do you need that? If you're really a psychic vampire. Because, Brent, that's not that's not ethical. That's true. Can, can you do it over Skype? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you uh, can you fax me some prana, please? I'm a little low. And, and is there a question of purity of energy source. So to the example of going to a club where that energy of the 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 ones you're taking from mm-hmm. the, the 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 energy emigrants if you will uh undocumented the, energy you. immigrants. Right. They are fueled by 5-hour energy and 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 uh and and zo- for loco at this point, right? So for loco and so, no and amazing music. Thank, thank you. And and super and, fat and, beats. And let's 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 hear that super fat beat. <laughs> The jam, pump it up while your feet are stumping. And the jam is pumping. Look ahead, the crowd is jumping. Pump it up a little more. Get the party going on the dance floor. See, cause that's where the party's at. And you find out if you do that. That is exactly what exactly. every modern day club is playing. Right. Hands so down. It shows that we're current. Now, so again, does the vampire, the side, the side vampire, he does he or she say, "I want a purer, a more pure energy source than that fat beat and or that four loco and or that grape flavored uh, five hour energy." So why not kill two birds with one stone? Get your pure, pure energy and help people out at the same time. Be a preschool teacher. Thank Suck you. Suck all that fucking excess energy from those little rat bastards that are running around like chickens with their head cut off. Sure. And then when they go home, little Sally, Jesse, and Raphael <laughs> are, are tired and they go to bed on time and mom and dad go, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, Vlad is an amazing fucking preschool teacher. Are you implying that all preschool teachers are vampires? I'm not saying all. I'm going to go say majority. Majority. Yeah. Based on? Now, are you it's saying... Now, a, now, let me flip that. Are you saying that all vampires are preschool teachers? No, no. Venn I, diagram or Val Kilmer diagram? <laughs> it's a valid, valid point. Venerable argument. Well remembered. <laughs> to answer the question, modern day vampires will tell you, sci, sci vampires will tell you, that if you look at a person, you can see their energy. It might look good and healthy and blue and uh, an illustrious aura like mine. I'm pretty sure mine um, is brown and drips. And 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 they kind of uh, <laughs> they, they they hint at that. They say there's other folks that it's a bit more, uh, you know, think pig pen from peanuts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a little just not right. The rebellious son want... of Mister Clean, if I remember right. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> they they don't want any part of that. So. While they can see it, if they are ethical vampires, psi vampires, they still have to get the buy-in from the other person. Now, there's a third way to draw in said energy, and that's just from the cosmos, Brent, Mm. Dan. Like Kramer? Um, No, unfortunately not. (laughs) Just if you're out of – if you don't have any blood, because you're not – you either don't drink it or don't have access to it. Right. And no one will give you their psychic energy – and you're you're ethical enough that you would not go steal it from someone. You just suck it in from the cosmos. It's a different energy from mm. what I've read. As the Counting Crows would say, you hold your hand in the air and the swirling dust sparkle jet stream. No, no Counting Crows fans in the in the room. So I throw my hand into the air and it swims. 
No. Raise your hand if you like. I was just sauce. thinking maybe this year will be better than the last. <laughs> nice. Long December. A long December, and there's reason to believe maybe this year will be better than the last. Yes, conspiracy bot with the triple in the clutch. Oh, good. <laughs> so good. He is worth every penny. Seven pennies, I think it was. All of them. All of them. Worth it. He's going to kill you in your sleep one of these <laughs> nights. I unplug that cocksucker every night. There he is not going sentient. And why does he have one of these cords like a vacuum cleaner where you push the button and it sucks all the way back in? It's retractable. You got to keep him on a short leash. Otherwise, he gets uppity. You're literally giving him a colonoscopy every time you unplug him. <laughs> that actually is in his prime directive. He wrote. <laughs> he designed that. Before, it was just a plug-in. He's like, I want it to go all the way back in. Okay, we're moving on. Um, my, so- can we go to my favorite word? Can, uh, my favorite type of, of vampire, John? I'm, I'm ringing I thought, your fa- like- I thought your favorite word was Boston Cream Long John. <laughs> no, that was my nickname in college. <laughs> Sanguinarian! I just like, that is the. Leave me be! That is the greatest fucking vampire term I've heard in my life. Sounds like a docking song. Conspiracy Bot, can we please have some Metallica right now? See, you can't even tell the difference. I sound just like fucking Metallica. Exactly. It is uncanny. You don't even know the guy's name. I sound like Metallica. James Hetfield. James Hetfield. Everyone knows. And uh, Lars, anti-Napster. Remember that? Should have been Should have been Dave Mustaine. Oh. Old school throwback. Wasn't I'm not sure favorite? how I feel about that. Like, we could do an entire show on that. There's a great book uh, called Your Favorite Band is Killing Me by Stephen Hyden that discusses rock band rivalries. And it, within it, it does the classic things like Stones versus Beatles and other ones. And it doesn't try to solve them, but it talks about the sociological and societal implications of, of being a fan of one of the two. It also talks about these classic stories. And at one point, a whole chapter is dedicated to... Uh, to uh, to Mustaine versus versus Metallica. Wow. wow. My favorite story about Metallica is, unfortunately, uh, their original bassist, Cliff Burton, died. Tragic bus accident, like black ice. Mm-hmm. No one saw it happen, flipped over, Cliff died. So they need a new bassist, and they're trying out a bunch of them. And they go ahead and try out... I know this story. Yeah, I know. Yeah, go ahead. Who do they try out? The uh, Primus... Uh, what's it? Les Claypool, right? Les Claypool. They try, and after they try him out, they pull him in and they say, "Hey, listen, um, you're amazing. You're way too fucking good for this band. Yeah, like, <laughs> like your style. You need to be like, you need to be in a band that's that's made around the bass. Yeah, yeah. Not like a band that that's heavy bass. Like you need. Yeah. So they they hired Jason Newstead and the rest is history. But I just I always thought that it was amazing because if you if you know Primus, you know Les Claypool. Amazing. Jason Newstead, who was in Flotsam and Jetsam. Remember that band? I do. We saw them in Springfield, Illinois. Ooh. I think the... Uh, oh, gosh. Probably the, the, probably the was fair. Was it the Illinois State Fair? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or it might have been at the Illinois State Fair grounds, just them opening yeah, for... Like, or they were in the... Megadeth. Bu- or, they were in the Budweiser uh, tent. Back, uh, <laughs> go back to <laughs> Dave Mustaine. Best Megadeth song? A Toulamont. Oh, great one. I'm a big fan of Foreclosure of a Dream. Oh, yeah, great but one. yes, great call. 
That's how I learned French. Ah, dude, I will use tout le monde uh, when I try to fake French with people. I know, I know four phrases. Oh, le tout le monde. Tu l'as à me? Exactly. I know. Je voudrais. I would like. Oh, partir. I would. I think. I think oh, oh, oh shiver your leg. What did yeah. you say? Like, what is? It? I'll keep saying those ad nauseum. So just, I'm, like, I'm, I'm verbal repeat. <laughs> And I'll try to see if the well, person... You just ever switch them up, like put them in... You oh, they're inverted all the goddamn time. See, I yes. can't because I have to play the song in my head as I say. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I was doing that on the L all day long. <laughs> so, long little segue there, back to sanguinarian, which just means people that like to fucking drink blood, which we kind of, we kind of, not that they like to drink, but they, I think they feel like they need to, you know, and we were talking about that before, like, is it an iron deficiency? Is it a love of your parent deficiency? Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it that you got a $50 gift certificate to Hot Topic and you don't want to feel like a poser, you know, going in and using it? Like, what's the, what's the go-to? There is no recorded evidence, no medical evidence, and it's been studied that shows that any human being in history needs to consume human blood. That just hasn't been proven, can't be proven. Well, I shouldn't say can't. I, uh, I suppose yet. We, I suppose you could say yet. But everyone they've tested just comes back normal. The evidence... That's, that's a, that's a in, in per, you know, air quotes, a, normal. That's an imperfect word right there. <laughs> uh, the evidence, quote-unquote, comes from... From, you know, just anecdotal from people saying, if I don't drink blood, I don't feel good. Well, that's like me fucking going to a strip club and be like, if I don't get free dances, (laughs) I I think I'm going to faint. Who wants to be my donor? (laughs) Come on now. Which I've seen you work many times. You know what? It's worked more times than you would believe. The old vampire defense. I'm feeling woozy. I need titties in my face. The security guard, Earl, was the one who put his titties in your face, but it worked. They're a little hairy, but damn if they weren't supple. So, good point. Do we allow for the fact that someone may just crave it versus need it? And, again, I'm not supporting that. I'm not offering my O-positive blood. But what I am saying is... Oh, you should not have identified that on air. Again, I made it up. I think I'm like K negative. That's my favorite. K negative. That's uh, that's, the, that's a new one. Yeah, but uh, so are we allowing for that I'm possibility that they? You are special K. Are we allowing for the possibility that some people just crave it to the point where they're irritated if they don't get it? Yeah, but don't you feel like that everything that we're talking about could be described as a cocaine habit? Yeah, like or like yes. Okay, take out blood and insert. World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't right. need it. I just crave it. Or, like, I don't know. Well, how about oh, oh, speaking of World of Warcraft, coffee, coffee. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like the sun. I don't get out there much. Yeah, right. I like to stay indoors. I'm not social. And uh, in my... I never look in the mirror. In my uh, sorry research... To, sorry there, to World of Warcraft players. There is a World of Warcraft achievement called Sanguinarian. Oh, oh. come on. <laughs> Sponsored by Dave Mustaine. <laughs> and Val Kilmer. Like, like <laughs> so, uh, working out. Some people, again, if they don't work out, they just get irritable to the point where they're a bad... They're just they're, they're unhappy and they're bad to others. Coffee. People say, like, you know, if I don't have my coffee, I'm just a mess and I'm a wreck and, I, and I'm irritable. Sleep. These things that... We can't say sleep might be one thing that science can prove is necessary, but these things that are close to necessary but are not necessary. Would someone, and maybe we have a listener here that, that can claim this, feels if I don't consume blood, 
I am this the same degree of irritable that the person who hasn't had coffee in five days, person who hasn't worked out in three weeks, person who hasn't slept right. in four days. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> Crack that can of Dynamic blood. Crack that can of blood, if, John. If that's you and you're listening, let us know. Please. Hysteria 51 pot at Hysteria 51 pot. Yeah, like, yes. we yes. want your stories. We need, because, unfortunately, we're three middle-class white guys in Chicago, Illinois. We don't have the most broad spectrum of the world. Fact. You know? Absolute um, fact. Now, we are all well-hung in geniuses, so that does, you know, play into it quite a bit. But other I than normally that, disagree with Brent, but he is right on the money. Yeah, here. like, it's but, just every uh, once in a while the sun shines on a dog's ass, unless that dog's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> vitamin D does not stand for vitamin dog yeah. And full circle So we're making fun of a lot of these people and we're saying hey if you are one of these people Come talk to us There are some that have been in the news And I and think, they have talked Yeah I, I think if you If you're familiar with the vampire subculture In the last 10 years or so You've, you've probably heard the name of Don Henry Uh also called the Vampire King. The Wait, Vampire look, can, can I ask now? Can, I, I, I don't know much about said Don. Don Henry. Uh, when we that's... say Don, is that his first name, like Donald? Or is it he's the leader of a, uh Italian... Hey, I'm, nice. the fu- I'm fucking Don Henry. Don Henry. Hey, hey, I'm a vampire. <laughs> Once again, spot on. This. Spot on, Brent. Hey, if anyone needs voiceover work, that is the one voice I do at the Brent Hand. Or, actually, I do too. I don't want to church it up. Speed buggy. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. I feel like You're welcome. I, I feel like on an earlier episode of this or one of the other podcasts we did, I said church it up once, and you've stolen it. You've co-opted church it. Church it up is my word. I say it all the time. Ad nauseum, my wife yells at me. Stole that from you. I stomped all over your your bit there. Listeners, you know the difference. (laughs) All right. So, Don Henry, we're going to play you. Actually, we're not. We're going to pass it over to Conspiracy Bot. Conspiracy Bot, give us a little interview to uh, give our listeners a taste of old Donald Henry, Don Henry, whatever. The Don. Experience, thank you. By the way, I'm a fan of the Boys of Summer, and thank you for playing that conspiracy bot. No, fuck but- that. Come on. No, 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 no. Fuck Don Henley. Fuck the Eagles. <laughs> I hate the Eagles. I hate Don Henley. You know, Glenn Fry by himself, okay. But the rest of it sucks. Are you yeah. serious? You're going to go with... Straight out of Miami Vice, Glenn Fry is the okay member of the Eagles. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, Smuggler's Blues. Oh, shit. Smuggler's Blues, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in his defense. Conspiracy bot, we need a little Smuggler's Blues. It's a losing proposition, but one you can't refuse. It's the politics of contraband. It's the Smuggler's Blues. That's a great track. In Conspiracy's Bots. Defense, I do stutter a little bit. I said Don Henry, not Don Henley. Oh, okay. Conspiracy bot, hit us with a little interview of Don Henry. That is the real end of the innocence. (laughs) 
So you drink blood. Correct. How often do you have a thirst for blood? It all depends on the need, actually. It could be a daily thing, it could be weekly, it could be even up to a month. Isn't that a little bit dangerous? I mean, you're talking about consuming the blood of another person. Well, we have what we consider donor circles. Uh, these people are carefully screened and maintained and kept, and we have to make sure that their health is also maintained and kept. So when Don talks about all of the donors that are involved, he makes it sound very much like cattle. (laughs) (laughs) You're all fucking sheep. (laughs) Yeah, like, like very, very unsexy. Just we, we keep them healthy. We, we, we make sure they don't do calisthenics. (laughs) No, but, but then, so so it's all it's all sexy and and you know we're in charge and and then you listen to him a little bit further and he just sounds like your weird uncle that wants to be Marilyn Manson but isn't. Yeah, yeah, like he just like if you if you look at this guy, he, do yourself a favor, look up Vampire King Don Henry H E N R I. Like he looks, he has a very Native American look. He's got, he's got a gaunt face. Dude, you are insulting hair. Native American. Well, no, right but now. I mean, I'm just saying. Like he's look, he's they walk the trail of tears, <laughs> and this guy walked the trail of like fucking hot topic. I, I keep going hot topic. He's got a, I am not keep on it. I am not. You're, for, you're, you're fucking ignoring Gedzooks. Stay the course. Is Gedzooks still a thing? Like, I, I oh, think probably not. I think you're even Gedzooks. I think d- hasn't sold men's clothes in twenty years. Like it went to like men's clothes. What clothes. is this? The eighteenth century clothing. <laughs> do you? Pardon me. Do you sell men's clothes? Right this way, sir. Uh, so I'd like a bonnet. <laughs> I don't know why, but they, they wanted a bonnet. Do you faction men's cod pieces? For cod pieces? I don't even know what I'm saying. Or, Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> or what, what, were the, uh, what were the vaginal toupees called? Oh, sir, I need a new merkin. Merkin! <laughs> Do you still find merkins here? What are your merkins fashioned from? Hot, hot topic, hot merkin topic. Does hot topic sell merkins? I don't, I don't think so. All the time. Like I think Dan has his frequent merkin puncher card. Is it third merkins free? Well, every store manager gets a card. It's already full of puncher. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I have mine. Like I just, I, I don't want to hound on this guy. Like he's making a living. He's, he's been on Maury and Tyra. All right, so uh, holy. Shit. I, I gotta comment on that for a second. I saw the Tyra clip and a few things. Tyra is the dumbest fucking person I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> and he watches the presidential debate. He uh he was presented various uh foods to sniff to prove how how uh, awesome his uh olfactory, olfactory? Nice. uh senses are. And it's like, oh, congratulations, you can identify chocolate. That's that's amazing. <laughs> she holds up pieces of fucking mango. He goes, it's mango. She goes, no, no, it's not. And he goes, are you sure? And she's like, and she turns to the producer and she's oh, yeah, yeah, it's mango. <laughs> Her eyes are fucking working. <laughs> she's just not sure. That's good old Tyra for you. Someone thought, you know what? We need to put this girl on television. Get her a vampire. That'll work. <laughs> well, it did. We're still talking about it. So I think you had another one outside of Don Henry <laughs> that uh, that is not a boy of summer. Another I would, vampire. I would love to talk about 
someone who I'd like to be my new best friend. And if the sarcasm isn't dripping through your earbuds right now, it should be. This gentleman's name is Logan South, and Logan is a self-identified vampire. As I think 100% of the vampires <laughs> are. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't use scientific method on that. I just, I'm going to go on a limb and say 100% of vampires in the world are self-identified. Again, the three of us have not heard yet of the vampire coalition that is authorizing <laughs> vampires. We don't know if it exists or not. I, for one... Welcome, our new vampire overlords. I'll be the first one to tell you. <laughs> yes. But until then, I'm still going to crack jokes. We are <laughs> all going to die tonight from vampire <laughs> like bites. Just get ready, all like, three of us. This is the last show. If you guys leave my house and some guy's like, hey, can I come in? No. No, he can't. <laughs> Dude, I'm still worried about the second gunman from episode three and the men in black from episode two way more than I am about any fucking vampire coming around and uh, and, and, and hurting me. Well, John, or- that's, when, that's where you're wrong because vampires are real ask logan sal let's give our listeners a little taste of it conspiracy about cue that up hi everyone my name's logan south and i i'm a vampire no i don't mean that sarcastically no i don't mean i'm joking no i don't mean oh my god i'm a vampire I'm immortal and I'm a no my name is logan south and i'm a vampire yeah i know sounds kind of weird sounds kind of strange but it's true hey logan what's your name i'm a vampire i didn't get that Say it again. My secret's out. Absolutely, I have superpowers. Oh, no, but what's your name? Are you evil? Logan, I'm confused. What is your name? Yeah, I know. Sounds kind of weird. Sounds kind of strange, but it's true. Seriously, what's your name? Those of you who are vampires, you know that that's a thing. And so, hi. Big shout out to everybody out there. How you doing? Do you have a name, Logan? I'm a vampire. Logan, what's your name? Oh my god, I'm a vampire, I'm immortal, and I'm Wait, so, who was that video about? Who, who Let's was check this? again. Uh, Conspiracy Bot, do you have the name on that guy? Screw you, he said it like 30 times. Stop patronizing me. My name's Logan South, and I, I'm a vampire. My name is Logan South, and I'm a vampire. Dude, why is he glowing red right now? Seabot can't handle it. That is fucking funny. This guy is out of work fucking actor being like, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, I was on uh, an episode of MTV's True Life. Hand me my contacts from cats. <laughs> like, you know, like he's got like the yellow fucking contacts. So he says the one of the top questions that he ever gets is when are you moving out of our basement son (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was question three keep going i apologize does that sound familiar brett (laughs) he asks what's one of the top questions you get and and one he responds with is uh why are you wearing fake fangs why are you wearing fake contacts i don't know why are you wearing uh jewelry why are why are you wearing a uh, a bracelet or a, or a or a, a t-shirt why are you wearing clothes uh you know be naked <laughs> uh, because society would deem me improper and unfit to be out in it and you are a fucking reject from name an 80s fucking movie like come on this guy's a fucking walking cliche it's sad that you mention 80s movies you're not talking about the dean cameron masterpiece 
Rockula now, are you? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Dean Cameron, are you with us? I'm a vampire. Just forget the fact that we are the oldest living virgins walking the planet. I don't think I'm a vampire. I really am a vampire. Rockula, the love story that rocks like a bat out of hell. Rockula is just one of those schlock fest beautiful fucking 80s masterpieces where you just shut your brain off you have fun this amazing movie and i think psych the tv show said it best when they said that dean cameron sure can tie a scene together can he anytime you got a guy who is a vampire wearing a a jacket that says rockula i'm in but besides that What's your favorite vampire movie? I'll start with you, John. Lay it on me. Hate to be unoriginal, but it's real simple. My favorite vampire movie is Interview with the Vampire. Really? Oh, Anne Rice it's action. so good. It's so good. A well done both book and screenplay. I can't get away from it. I enjoy it. The actor you hate to love or love to hate, Tom Cruise. Like, the guy, I don't want to like him. Two He's actors. Good. Well, That you love to hate and love and and. And hate to love. The recently divorced Brad Pitt. I was just going to say, like, going to tromp all over Brad Pitt. He's been having a bad month. Or maybe a good month. Who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe she's just a fucking worthless twat he needs to get away from. Oh, <laughs> or maybe she's the loving woman that he let slip through his fingers. I will tell. Let's ask John Voight. <laughs> Conspiracy bot, do you have sound from John Voight? No surprise, but they've uh, joined the liars of the world to try to take down Donald Trump. Immortal words from the voidest John we know. I loved him in the original Mission Impossible. <laughs> Strong. Also, what's the uh, Will Smith movie? The, the surveillance, the NSA. Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. State. Yes, yeah. great movie. Dan, tell us your favorite vampire movie, and then I'll I'll bust in with mine. Sure. I always go to Heat. I think Val Kilmer in that, <laughs> it's one of his best <laughs> And my blood. Exactly. Where's the van? Where's exactly. the van? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just Pacino walking in there with like, what do I got? You know, looking for like the answers. Uh, it just, it's just strong. Hey, what, what does Pacino sound like as a vampire? What do I got? Blood. <laughs> what do we got? Blah, blah. Nice, nice. <laughs> so again, if I'm not going Heat, I'm probably going Sesame Street. If I'm not going with either one of those, and I'm picking an actual vampire flick, I'm probably doing Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm I'm embarrassed I forgot about it. I actually read the book. Whoa, I didn't know there was one. Very, very, I didn't very, know you could read. very different. <laughs> Completely different. Better in a lot of ways, but very different story than, than what was, was put to screen. Can I ask you one question? You can ask two. <laughs> number one, yes, and, uh, and I will take you up on number two. Number one, seven inches is Abraham oh, wait, Lincoln what? able to run across the heads of horses to fight the vampire as he is in the movie? No. Mm, okay, I'm losing interest. Num- <laughs> number two, is he a Republican? Uh, yes. I but he's a Lincoln was. Republican, he's so we're okay with it. Oh, and we're back. So. We're going to my favorite movies. I'm going to give you two, because they're small. Little 80s, wonderful, wonderful fucking cinematic movie, The Lost Boys. How can you not love The Lost Boys? One of my favorite. The Corys. One of my favorite. Are are both of them in it? Uh, Yes. uh, So, uh, Feldman plays one of the Frog Brothers, and then you have 
Corey Haim as the little brother of the main character, Michael. And those of you at home, I can attest to the fact he is not looking at notes right now. He just knows this <laughs> shit. Yes. So From my, my favorite, sort of creepy. My favorite <laughs> quote of any any fucking movie is from I don't know why. I don't truffle, know why. shuffle, truffle, <laughs> shuffle. One of my favorite quotes from any movie is the grandfather in that movie. Conspiracy about his with the quote. One thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could stomach. All the damn vampires. That is excellent. The next. Like, I watched this movie and I wanted to be these kids so bad. It's almost embarrassing. The Monster Squad. Like, it's not exactly just, just a vampire. You got Dracula. The Wolfman, the Mummy, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, whatever that fat kid's supposed to be. Like, all these <laughs> monsters. One of my favorite lines from that, too, is when when he goes, kick him in the nards, when the Wolfman's got the, the kids cornered. Kick him in the nards. And he kicks the Wolfman, and he bends over. He's like, whoa, Wolfman's got nards. Nards. <laughs> Just great fucking fun. That's a, good, that's a good point. We should maybe even dedicate time to words that vampires have given us. Example, nards, right? The the the, <laughs> the nuts of the nighttime. Like the, <laughs> the nuts of the night. What are things that we don't have today, or what are things we do have today, courtesy of vampires? Blah. Blah. No, th- that. Thank you. Count. Count. Every count. Yep. Chocula. The guy Dan, I'd, I'd like to point out that uh, the 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 nuts of the nighttime also your nickname. <laughs> Thank you. D- dating back to the early 60s. Dan Jazz Hands Jessup, the nuts of the nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> what other words did they donate to us? Certainly, not, certainly not blood. Yeah. Words oh, or phrases. Vaunt? Vaunt instead vaunt, of want? I want to suck your blood. Yeah. yeah. Vamp. Oh, nice. do you remember? Uh, yeah. do you remember uh, and do you remember uh, Hot the. Hot Topic? Do you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the comic? Was it an image comic or a Valiant comic? Vamps? Yes. Yeah, I don't remember who. Um, but yeah, absolutely. There's so many. Well, look at the Blade movies, you know? Just so, so. So good. I love the Blade movies. At least the first two. Oh. Like I like the little meme they throw on Facebook where it's got Edward Cullen and the chick like talking and Blade's in the background just staring at him. Can I say this about the Blade movies, though? I feel like 75% of those movies was somehow Wesley Snipes being wrung out of blood like a wet rag. It just happened over and over and right. over again. They were bleeding him. He just kept doing it. Yeah, and he, he's just like, all right, for one take, one take, that's all you get. Fuck you. <laughs> You're a lot better than the federal government. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was literally in jail for tax evasion during the movie yeah. like, there were two scenes from him like in court so good so, good. so real alright so I, I think we've well we gave our verdict on, on vampires a long time ago that's your new opinion <laughs> and deal with it uh, a new thing we'd like to do on the show is we'd like to give a shout out to just a few of the folks that are supporting us online we really appreciate it. Mom and Dad, thanks for all the five-star reviews. <laughs> we like to call it social shout-outs. Is that, is that what we decided on? Social shout-out! Well, it was really expensive to fly him in just for that one time. <laughs> but we did. Unfortunately, we can only afford that one line. So <laughs> That's all we get. All right. So, You're welcome, um, Internet. <laughs> a 
big thank you, a big shout out to Viminous Glitch, who uh, hit us up on Twitter. I saying, think that's Viminous underscore Glitch. Vimmy G. Uh, Vimmy G. We appreciate it, and we hope you come back and listen. Elmo Fuzzy Moto. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. I love your Twitter handle. We hope you come back and listen. Yeah, that's right. And, of thank course, you. at Canadian Ron Pond, thank you very much. Uh, we're big fans of the ATT podcast here. Uh, has, or at Truth is out there, and uh, I think he's one of their monstrosities. How exactly do you spell that? Uh, that's there, T-H-U-R-R. I guess. As soon as you told me about that, I I, I wanted to believe that after there is bruh. Like, Truth hey, is bruh. out there, bruh. <laughs> you want to go catch some waves, bruh? So, you know, obviously this is only episode number four. We'll keep going. But the cool part is that we've already had some some really good people uh, hit us up on Facebook and, and talk about some of uh, their experiences with the weird and abnormal. Close Encounters, Men in Black... Odd doings with John at the local Hot Topic. I mean, just weird, weird things that have happened in their life. <laughs> I don't doubt that any of these people have had weird interactions with me. I really don't. I doubt that they were at Hot Topic. I, I think I really <laughs> think you're kind of stuck right now. <laughs> Am I? All right. Big shout out to Vanessa Rose, Gio Valdez, and Rock, Rocky Path Gorilla. That's Rocky Path Gorilla. All right. That's a Facebook name. And so we're, we're not going to hit everybody with their stories here on the podcast. But if you want to learn more, and they've got a lot more, let's just say Man in Black, who also might be an alien, hits a strip club. Go to our, <laughs> go to our Facebook page. You'll read all about it. And there's babies. There's swimming pools. It's an amazing story. And movie stars? Mm, black gold. Texas tea. So thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been a pleasure to do the show tonight, and we want to thank Mr. Daniel J. Jessup. Jazz hands himself. (laughs) I wish you could see him doing it in the air. (laughs) Uh, Hey, this was a joy. Val Kilmer and I thank everybody. (laughs) That's Vampire Val Kilmer. Thank you, Vampire Val. Vamp Kilmer. Van is the van. Thank you. (laughs) That, That was a promise to bring Val Kilmer for the next time you are on the podcast, correct? Well, we hang out every December 3rd. So if we're doing this on Dece on 3, then That's yes. That's very specific. Even when it falls on a Wednesday, huh? Uh, all the time. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. We have to thank the one, the only, the immortal conspiracy bot. It's been cool. It's been real. But it hasn't been real cool. Couldn't have said it better myself, buddy. Oh, I could have. He's good. You were awful. We're going to fire you, and we're going to find something better. We're going to program something better. He's not, and I'm too lazy too. So you're 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 safe, buddy. I'd love to thank him for the Don Henley play. That was strong. <laughs> that was getting all of us right down to the heart of the matter. That's why I'm so angry. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, just go to facebook.com slash hysteria fifty one podcast and we'd love to hear from you on Twitter. That is at hysteria fifty one pod. Shoot us some tweets. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you want to hear from us. Topics. Let us know if you've had alien experiences, ever been in a strip club with a CIA agent and an alien like some of our listeners have, and regale us stories. And if you know who killed Kennedy, probably keep it to yourself because that shit's a, that, that'll get you killed. Oh, tell the <laughs> Kennedy family. <laughs> they really want to know. Don't forget to hop on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher you love. 
Give us that five-star review because you know it just makes you feel good to do it. We love to hear it. And it actually really helps us moving forward with this and knowing what we're doing right, knowing what we're doing wrong. If you do have any complaints, as Matt Owens, Mr. Moens himself likes to say, write it on a $50 bill and send us on into us. We'll do our best to fix that right up for you. So I've been Brent. I've been John. Our special guest. Hi, I'm Dan. I want to let you all know that we've enjoyed having you here, and we will see you next time. My name's Logan South, and I, I'm a vampire. My name is Logan South, and I'm a vampire. Why are you wearing clothes? Uh, you know, be naked. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.